You're listening to Renegade Broadcasting. Welcome to the Solar Storm. This is your host, Kyle Hunt, coming to you April 18th, 2021. I am joined by Sinead McCarthy. Hello, hello. Check out Renegade Tribune and HeathenHerbs.com. You know, Sinead, I got a feeling. I got a feeling that we're headed towards something pretty great. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a summer for white boys, (laughs) also known as a white boy summer. White boy summer. Yep. It's gonna be. It's gonna be so lit. I got this feeling that we just got big. Are, are you that, vibing with that right now? I think I am. <laughs> okay, so so what we're gonna be talking about here, at least to the start of the show, is the white boy summer being promoted by Chet Hanks, who is the son of actor Tom Hanks, and really this is just ridiculous. It's a ridiculous story, but. We're going to cover it because it does have some interesting connections, and we don't think it's just organic. No. Just kind of a, a viral marketing strategy. And Chet might, like, legit be a wigger, but I feel like he's just playing a part. Mm-hmm. He's an actor, just like his father. So, you remember when he first kind of came on our radar? We didn't know Chet Hanks existed. It was At least when he I was didn't. doing that Illuminati thing. Remember right. that video? Where he was trying to troll QAnon people and saying, you know, oh, yeah, we're we're so worried that you're catching on to us about the the child sacrifice and yeah. the baby blood and everything. And he's got that Illuminati tattoo mm-hmm. on his chest. And he's saying, no, it's, he came out later after he did the thing where he was you know, trying coming clean about being part of the Illuminati. He's like, guys, I'm just super spiritual. That's why I got this. I believe in God. <laughs> so he believes in Yahweh, like his, uh, his father. Supposedly, uh, Tom Hanks is Greek, Greek Orthodox, though he is also part Jewish. I'd say, in many ways, he is culturally 100% a Jew. And why would you go to uh, to Greece? Is it because um, certain acts with children are legal over there? Oh, yeah. He got his Greek citizenship. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Lance Corona, you know, he yeah. played the part of Lance Corona. Then he was a spokesperson for the freaking coronavirus when it mm-hmm. first came out. And all of those weird Instagram posts of little children's shoes yeah. and gloves. And he would always end it with Hanks, like mm-hmm. H-A-N-X instead of thanks or something. Yeah. It's like the, then the hanky code. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. Yeah, but, you know, he's a great actor. He played that uh, played that sodomite in the streets of Philadelphia. Remember that one, Philadelphia, the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so touching. And then Forrest Gump, remember yeah. that was a big one. <laughs> oh, this guy's huge. Yeah, he's big. Oh, he was in that movie, <laughs> big, which was really creepy. creepy. It's about 
like a child in an adult's body and he gets into a romantic relationship with a grown woman but the whole time the audience knows that that's actually a child yeah so uh what <laughs> i also that's think that the big disturbing. is supposed to be a reference to to tom maybe he's packing heat Ew. that's what that's what you know i've heard Gross. That's why the the Jewish men love him. Anyway, I see this story here about. We'll we'll get into chat in a second, but I just want to talk about Tom. I see a story from the JTA. Tom Hanks joins campaign to turn Pittsburgh Tree of Life Synagogue into anti-racism center. Oh, is that the one where the fake shooting yeah. happened with the finger? Mm-hmm. No, that, no, that uh, no, no. That was that happened out in L.A. with that uh, that rabbi who had. Uh, been convicted of tax fraud previously. Oh, right, right, Or right, j- right. just before, and then he got his finger shot off by Ernest. Was uh, this the John one where, where the um, Christians got shot? No, oh. no. This, There's that, been so many That folks. was Glenn Miller, who was supposed right. to be a white nationalist, who yeah. was known as a fed since the 80s. Glenn Miller shot up Christians outside of a, uh, a Jewish center in Chicago. This one was the Robert Bowers, I think his name okay, was. Okay, okay. Who had commented once on a Gab post that oh, I made. Oh, yes. I remember you had that, a Gab press. And then who, um, it was uh, Bronze Age Pervert. Oh, yeah, he pinned Claimed his- that uh, we had inspired the Tree of Life synagogue attack. Remind me to bring up James LaFray later. Because okay. remember I just made that connection that he's the guy that did the video on, uh, what's her name? Polly? No, oh, Amazing Polly. Oh, you mean the White Date Net? Uh, yeah, no, I wanted White to. Date, um, White Date. TV, my, my white, white TV. TV yeah. yeah, I had no idea who this guy was um, until I recently put the dots together because he did an expose on Kyle and I. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just remind me. I want to talk about that later because okay. it's very interesting. My white TV summer. Okay, we've got. <laughs> um, we've also got just another story I wanted to mention uh, before we get into chat. When Justin Bieber met Tom Hanks at a Jewish wedding. Oh, that's so beautiful. Justin Bieber posted an Instagram video of actor Tom Hanks dancing and singing in a kippah and talit. <laughs> so, yeah, he's a Jew. Yeah. I mean, even if he's not fully racially a Jew. Or Wasn't there a video be... of him, too, like wearing a Jewish shawl? Oh, yeah. Like a oh, yeah. yarmulke? That, I think that's it. From the, the, the bar mitzvah? Yeah, yeah. This guy, is I mean, bart mitzvah or bat mitzvah? There are two. Oh. So the bat is for girls? the girls, okay. which is not nearly as important. You see, you don't hear <laughs> about it so much. Stupid freaking women. And the, and the bar mitzvah. Oops, we're getting static. Oh, jeez. Bar- Someone send us a new mixer. <laughs> it might just be the cord. Oh, okay. I just need a to new replace XLR that cord. cord. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what so, was uh, Jewish bar, bar mitzvah yeah. and bat mitzvah. Yeah, the, the bar is for the, the boys. Okay. I don't think the Jewish girls get nearly the same kind of money that the boys get. Well, I know they there was a girl. Amount. There was a girl that went to my school growing up. I told you about it. I didn't go because my mom wasn't going to drive me down to Manhattan. But she had her Bart Mitzvah, bot. bot Mitzvah, at the Plaza Hotel in Manhattan. This was a girl that went to like seventh grade with me. Um, yeah. Needless to say, I didn't go. My parents were like, "No, you're not going." But that's just crazy, right? Mm-hmm. You're just pretending to not know these. Jewish oh yeah, I actually know you're... them very well. Mm-hmm. I had my own bot mitzvah, and oh gosh, I got so many companies. They were like, "Just take over our companies, Sinead." Yeah, and didn't you have yeah. Britney Spears performing on that one? Oh yeah, I had Britney and I had Christina. Yeah, it was really cool. 
I heard I saw some video. I just know. Well, remember that family I used to nanny for where the the mom was Jewish, but the children oh, yeah. weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that their sons were like maybe fourteen or fifteen, and they were like getting ready for their whatever bar bought. I think it's thirteen. That thirteen. It I don't really remember the details, but I remember them being like, "Oh, I'm going to get a five thousand dollar check from one family yeah. member, then another family member. Oh, I might yeah. even get a ten thousand dollar check." And I was like. You Jews what? sure have a lot of money. <laughs> the most I've ever like had for a party with my family is like maybe th- three people going out to Olive Garden or something. Yeah, <laughs> like they have to read some <sighs> Hebrew passages from the Torah and all yeah. this. It's, yeah, sounds, I've never, I've never been to great. one. Never me, been to I, one. Me neither. I've never put on a kippah. <laughs> me neither, but I guess I wouldn't, right? Because the females don't do that. Have I've you, never put on pretty, a wig. <laughs> I don't think you're worthy of a kippah. Yeah, you, sorry. You unclean. need to have a penis to you're put on unclean. kippah. So yeah, let's get to little uh, little Chet Hanks, who claims to be a white boy, but I'm saying he's a little Jew boy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he looks like he could be a Jew boy. Mm-hmm. He's got some white phenotype, just like his father. But you look at his father; I would assume he's a Jew, especially yeah. working. He's a in very Hollywood. strange looking guy. And his mother's Rita Wilson. I haven't looked into her, her too much, but uh, who knows? She could be part Jewish too. Anyway, <laughs> Chet Hanks is not a- an actual white man who is proud of himself he actually white seems boy. to hate his race <laughs> yeah white boy such a derogatory like why term. would you you're you're what in your 30s or 40s why are you referring to yourself as a boy probably 30s you're, yeah. you're not i mean you act like a, you act worse than children honestly like let's not talk down on most children yeah. because they aren't as cringe as you yeah <laughs> like yeah I, I i wouldn't expect an eight-year-old child to do the cringy things that you do i i have not referred to myself as a boy for I'd say over 20 years. I've noticed, least. I've noticed it's actually like a trend now, especially on like some of the YouTube videos we watch. They'll be like, all right, boys, yeah. you know, like to their followers, or like, boys and girls, we got yeah. them boys. Yeah. It's like, guys, we're adults. These are my boys. Oh, well, then, my there's boys. that TV show, the boys too, right? About like, you know, these guys oh, ganging right. up against superheroes or yeah. something that a lot yeah. of people were talking about. Boys. Yep. So it, it's. It's definitely a derogatory term, which is why if you call a black person a boy, boy. they don't like it. Come over same, here, boy. Oh, same thing with a Jew boy. Oh, yeah. they get offended, which is hysterical. I'm not a Jew boy. Eh, I'm just a Jewish boy. I mean, man. <laughs> okay, so so you, let's actually listen in here to a, a two-minute clip just so the audience can get an idea. This is Chet driving around his car. He's chewing gum, and he's explaining about this white boy summer just so everybody out there who is not tuned in, who's not vibing with this yet, you gotta vibe with it. Can understand. Well, hold on, real quick. I've sure. already seen like some pro-white people, whatever the hell they are. A lot of them are just right-wing, annoying people, but they're like embracing. This. Oh yeah, they're like, "Yo, this is cool, white boy summer. Let's make shirts." And like, there was one shirt someone was trying to sell that had like someone shotgunning two white claws like right into their <laughs> mouth. What? Okay, we want to be frat boys. Like, is that? By the way, okay. White claws are highly carbonated. I do not recommend chugging do them. Do not shotgun. Do not funnel them. Do not shotgun <laughs> them. You will not feel good afterwards. You will have such bad. Uh, I, gas. I'm not speaking from experience, or maybe I'm, never, I don't know. Kyle's I don't know. Never shotgunned white claws. I don't know, but uh, just saying, it wouldn't be a good idea. You probably shouldn't convince your wife that it's a good idea either. <laughs> At two in the morning. Just anyway, saying. We are not degenerate. We don't do such things. <laughs> we just sip white claws here and here I just and there. sip my white claws through a straw. Thank I you. wish they came in bottles. Anyway. I know, yeah. Anyway, let's let's listen in. I don't think Chet would endorse the white claws. That's not the kind of white boy we're talking about no. here. 
So let's learn. Hey guys, um, look, I just wanted to tap in really quick. I just got this feeling, man, um, that this summer is uh, it's about to be a white boy summer. You know, take it how you want. I'm not talking about like Trump, uh, you know, NASCAR type white. I'm talking about, you know, you know, me, um, John B, Jack Harlow type white boy summer. You know what I mean? Let me know if you guys uh, can vibe with that. Can you vibe with that? At least one of those guys that I've seen looks really Jewish. Yeah. I haven't looked into them enough to really even mention them, but they're wiggers pretty much. And I love how those are the only people that are right. white boys, apparently. He's like, not like NASCAR, but like me. Not like And two nets. other Jew boys. Yeah. Like us. Like white rappers. Because that's what he is. He used to be known as Chet Hayes. <laughs> Chet Hayes. Right, let, Smoking that Hayes. Let's listen a little bit more. And uh, get ready, you know, because I am. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Woke up this morning. Internet gone mad again. Sheesh. Um, but I just want to drop a few uh, rules and regs for uh, the white boy summer. Okay, rule number one uh, to all my white boys out there. No plaid shirts, okay? Can't be looking like a picnic table out here, boys. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Leave that shits at home. The uh, vineyard vines and, you know, Ralph Lauren or whatever the fuck. Leave that shit at home. Uh, just put on a black tea, a white tea. You know what I mean? Keep it simple. Uh, rule number two, no Sperry topsiders. That's not the kind of white boys we're talking about, dog. Okay? Uh, get yourself some Vans, some some Jordans. I'm not really a sneakerhead, but, you know, feel it out. Uh, and uh, there'll be more rules coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No calling girls smoke shows. Okay? Okay? That, that term is... Uh, it's played out, dude. And you can't just see a hot chick and be like, dude, see that fucking, dude? It's a fucking smoke show, dude. Fucking smoke, dude. Okay? That's over with. Oh, yeah. And anything salmon colored, wardrobe, burn it. Burn that shit. Don't ever wear that again. Okay? Bottom line here, gentlemen, is it's time for us to evolve. Okay? Period. It's time for us to, you know, grow from a Pikachu to a Raichu. You dig. You know what I mean? Sure. All right, so there's a lot more that he, he's There's a lot to with. unpack here. So it's not just that. He's also come out and talked about how a part of White Boy Summer is embracing Black, Black girls. Queen Summer. Yeah. So it's really promoting the, the race mixing. He has he's dropped his hit single. He's got a music video for, uh, for White so Boy gross. Summer. It's, it's really gross. It's so gross. There's one scene in particular where this woman with her vagina essentially hanging out yeah. from her tiny shorts. And this is allowed is, up on, like... Just yeah. social media where anybody can access it. Okay, for, can like, we just... Okay, she's like twerking against his face. Yeah. While he's like blissfully like... It has it looks a like he's look like on his sleeping. Like, yeah. uh. Can <laughs> we ridiculous. just comment on the fake Jamaican accent? It's so cringe and he does it all the time. Oh yeah, he's been criticized for this, you know, for his... Bomba glut. <laughs> Dude, you grew up in like Beverly Hills. You're not street. You're not tough. You've never experienced like actual street life. Never lived in the ghetto. By the way, do you know what that means? Bombaclot? Bombaclot? No. Okay, there are a few different uh, meanings for it. I always so, thought it was like, shit, like no, bombaclot. No, well, it could be sen- said like that. Okay. But it's essentially a sanitary wipe, like a, a bum wipe, or also a tampon. Uh, so you're calling... That's where it came from, yeah. Calling people tampons. Bombaclot. Like clot, blood clot. I, I don't know exactly the origin. Bumba-clot. But you know what, what Buyakasha actually comes from? No. This is cultural appropriation. It was made up. No. 
It actually comes from an Irish word uh, pronounced buiacus, uh, which means glory, glory to or praise. Uh, it's or like praise Bodica. Be. Yeah, so that that means thanks be to God. So that's why they well, use it. There but, is. Oh, go ahead. Just real quick, Oliver Cromwell sent thousands of Irish to the plantations in Jamaica, yes, and a lot of Irish or Gaelic, as non-Irish people know it. Words made it into the Jamaican patois. That actually came from Urban Dictionary. So and they're this, recognizing at least Irish slaves. And that, well, yeah, that's interesting. And <laughs> this is why it's so interesting that in the reggae music scene, you have a lot of Irish people, um, as well as black Jamaicans embracing Irish culture. Like, um, I remember I worked a reggae show at the BB King's Blues Club when mm-hmm. I was in the city. And there were all these black people coming up ordering Jameson's and Guinness. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? We're at a reggae show. Why are they ordering all this stuff? Like, yeah. not even Red Stripe. It's weird. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely an inf- an Irish influence on the island because of uh, the, the Irish slaves that were brought over there. There's still, there still little pockets of uh, the oh yeah the I had um, descendants of Irish slaves I had a, all over the island. Yes, I had a friend that was from Jamaica, and he showed me a picture of like his best, you know, his homeboys mm-hmm. back from the island, and one of them had bright red hair, and I was like, wait. This guy's from Jamaica, and he's like, yeah, he has the accent and everything. Like, he sounds exactly like, you know, a black Jamaican, but he's just obviously Irish. Yeah. And some of them uh, really live worse than the blacks of down course. there. Of course. Yeah, it's it's pretty sad, actually. Mm-hmm. Some of them have been able to, to go back and to Ireland. Know, find, you know, find out where their ancestors yeah. came from. Yeah. But yeah, people don't like to talk about the, uh, no, the white slaves. Whites were never slaves, no. and if they were slaves, um, they they they, they got it. They got it better. They had a cushy life. Oh no, they were worth far less. They were yep. treated uh, way worse, yep. and they burned so badly in the sun. Yeah, so they were not efficient workers, yeah. right? Well, and they were good workers, but not but, out in the sun all yeah, day. They get burned. If too your badly. slaves are getting crispy, uh, they're not going to work hard. Well, so you get you get the term redneck from. You know, white, white people, people that burn. Work, working in the the sun all right. day, but they were actually known as, known as red legs down the islands because they, they would have the yeah sh- sh- uh, sugar plantations. Yep. yep. So um, yeah, I wanted wanted to just bring up Chet Hazy's uh, little white boy. Well, summer. okay, this also ties into this documentary that dropped like a day or two after the whole white boy summer music video, and it's called White Boy, and so, it's about. White it, Boy Rick. Yeah, it dropped on Netflix, but it came out oh, first right. in, I think, 2017. Okay. And there was even a movie that was made about the story in 2018, I think, starring Matthew McConaughey. Are you serious? He yes. played White Boy Rick? I don't know if he played White Boy Rick. Maybe maybe in his later okay. life, but uh, yeah, I didn't look into it much. But, but I, I just know that he was in that, that White Boy Rick movie. I don't think it's an accident that Chet is doing his little stunt just as that documentary comes out on Netflix. Because no, nobody no really one, seen it was it like under any, Yeah, it was under the radar. And no then one. it became top 10 on yeah. Netflix. And it's a very interesting story. Like, even if you don't want to watch the documentary, um, it just shows how anti-white our system is especially the judicial system judicial system yeah so let's let's try to give a a brief synopsis synopsis. so there was this white guy living in was it detroit Detroit. yeah okay so he was living in detroit uh his father was a gun salesman so he'd do these gun shows and everything so he would supply some guns to different gangs and everything. You do legit gun sales, but also, you know... Under the uh, table. But, but was he doing this as an informant? Yes, he was. He was First? I don't, or did they catch him and then... I don't know. Okay. They didn't make it clear. Yeah, they just but, said but he, he was, was an informant. He was working with the police, 
and letting them know he, who he was selling, selling the guns, the guns to. to yeah. Now, he went to one of these meetings with the police and brought his son, who had more intel on the streets, yeah. a 14-year-old kid named Rick. And the police started using him. They drive him around, have him, like... Using pull- a child yes. as an informant. And not even just an informant. They were giving him money to, to buy and so, sell drugs. Yeah, the, the cops. The relationship evolved. And they realized that this guy could potentially infiltrate one of oh, these yeah. big drug gangs, which he did. And he was very With good at it. With the aid of the police. Even though he was white, he was he was getting in there right next to some of these high-level guys who A were dealing teenager. drugs. Now, <clears throat> this is during the whole crack cocaine epidemic, too. Now, Which is still going on. He got shot up. Survived. The child. And then, because this gave him more street cred, they threw him, they threw back, him back in. in. And he kept climbing oh, the ladder. Oh, but it gets worse. So it what, gets worse. what happens is they have all the intel they need. When he's about 16, they drop him. They stop communicating Good with luck. him. Good luck. And he's already been established as, as a, a freaking drug, drug kingpin. Not a, no, he wasn't a drug kingpin. He was getting like kilos and was, kilos of stuff. But he was, he had really made his way and was, you know, a, a player. But he was not the kingpin that they made him out to be after he got arrested. So when he was 17, he got arrested and really thrown under the bus. Now here's what happened. He was, uh, he got one of these guys thrown in jail who he was, you know, really close with. He got him thrown away. He was, he was actually one of the drug yeah. kingpins. And this guy had been dating the mayor's niece. I thought it was daughter. No, no it, was it was niece. niece. Yeah. And so then white boy Rick, he started dating the mayor's niece and he had also gotten some intel. This is an adult woman. By the way, these people are, yeah, and this is a teenage boy. So this, this teenage boy, white boy Rick, he had, uh, found out about how the, the police chief and the mayor were actually facilitating and and running cover for a lot of the drug deals that were going on. They were involved with the gangs. They were Mm -hmm. basically the, they were the kingpins. Well, look, they, where did the money come from to, to set white boy Rick up with a little bit of a drug empire in his neighborhood? I mean, that money came from the police. Yeah. Which probably came from the taxpayers. So I'm sure there it's were, disgusting. I'm sure there were some honest police. Oh, yeah. But and, they didn't, and they didn't know. So eventually, um, they, they throw him in jail and he gets a life sentence because of how, child. of the drug, uh, the amount of drugs he had on him at the time, the, what they found. So and he's a minor. They think, it seems that they set him up to of course like, they to did. catch him when yep. he had all those drugs. And these are the ones that created him, created yeah. the drug dealer. He wouldn't have been a drug dealer. He wouldn't have been a drug without dealer. getting um, basically goaded into it and groomed. Yeah. And so what happens is uh, he ends up exposing. You know, he tells the police about. Um, and he even did, they, once he had, was arrested as well, they involved him, I think it was the FBI, in a sting operation where they got these crooked cops yep. and, you know, officials, politicians, um, to, uh, be implicated in these big, massive drug deals. And they did get him, I guess, in witness protection for a little bit. Then they set him up for another, like, car, uh, car theft ring while yeah. he was in prison to get him even further screwed. Anyway. He was absolutely screwed. What, what's craziest is the press. The press was just going Painting nuts. him as like this... That he was running Detroit, essentially. Yeah. He was the biggest Some thing teenager. ever. Now, he was dealing and, and moving a lot of product, but that's nowhere near what the people at the top actually no. were moving and dealing with. And, this is a kid. And everybody who was actually involved in the drug scene, they said, this guy was not a kingpin. Yeah, they're like, that's just white boy so Rick. What was What's so crazy is because of the intel he had... Because of who he had, um, you know, pointed the finger right. at, 
which was the mayor, the chief of police, and all these other, you know, connected Officials. people. They made sure that he was not going to get out. Yep. So he was, he was arrested in the 80s. He only, I think, got out of prison. And this was after so many people tried to get him out. Just like a Wait, year, he got out? He finally got out like a year ago. Because they didn't show that in the no, documentary. No, well, that was made in 2017. It was about a year ago. That, oh, great. That, He's already spent like 30 years behind bars. Well, 30 good plus, job. 30 Good plus. job, guys. That's, so, oh, justice. More than 30 years. So, it's like, it was supposed to be a life, life sentence. It was supposed to be a life sentence. They kept, he was supposed to have a parole hearing every five years. They, they canceled. For, the first one he got, I think, was 14 years in. And to some sentence. corrupt, some corrupt Dindu lady was like, mm, no, sorry. We're not going to look at any of this information. Like, he had good behavior in, uh, in jail, you know, like usually, if you're up for parole and you're not like getting in trouble in prison, you're you're gonna get out for he, the most part. He was an informant. He helped Set the F- up by he, the police. He helped the FBI after he got arrested too to uh, make these massive raids and, and, and everything. And the guys that he ratted out, the actual kingpins, they got out way yeah. before him. These are grown men. Was it Curry? Like some in When the have Curry you brothers? ever heard? I mean, maybe it happens once in a while. I don't really know about all the ins and outs of the laws, but. A minor being sentenced to life in prison for non-violent crimes. Yeah, he never killed anybody. He never, never hurt, hurt anybody. He was shot. So actually, one and of the cops put him back in. One of the assassins, the the big you know gangland assassins. Oh, the hitman guy. Yeah, he he had admitted to killing thirty people. Yep, and he, he got out. Before he had Rick. shot. He had tried to sh- kill Rick too. Yep, he tried to kill at Rick at one point. He he got out. He served seventeen years. Yep. He had killed. He admitted to killing, murdering, murdering. thirty people. Yeah. For this is ridiculous. Just as a hitman. And he he afterwards was like, I don't know why they still got Rick. In. Yeah. Like, they got to like, let Rick out. And he's, got, the he guy tried, who tried to, to kill, kill him. him. He's like, this is ridiculous. Even they're like, look. Same thing. He's done his time. Same thing with the guy that he put away, the drug kingpin that he was friends with and ra- like, informed mm-hmm. on and put away, and then took his girl. Yep. The guy, the guy, once he was out, he said, come you on. You gotta let White Boy Rick Why out. is White Boy Rick still in prison? Like, I did way worse stuff than White Boy Rick, and he's still in prison. Yep. And it's because... he's white. And he, and he told yeah. the truth. If you're white and you tell the truth about corruption, mm, you're gonna get punished. It's just crazy. So he also had children. He fathered children. Yeah, so he has a little... He has, like, mixed-race children. Perfect for White, white Boy, Boy Summer. Summer. Yeah, because, you know, he had a black White queen. Boy Rick, White Boy Chet. It's just so sad. You know, I, I feel so bad for that child. Like, you know, oh, oh race his, mixer. I don't care. The poor child. Like, not, he was groomed and created by the police. Not only did he have children. And he was abused. That were born while he was behind bars. But he also has grandchildren. grandchildren. Yeah. Can you imagine? Okay, yeah, he might be out of jail, and I'm sure he's happier. But, like, you become institutionalized. You know, I was... Only I was locked away for twenty months and I became institutionalized. Can you imagine thirty plus years? Like you don't he he became a man inside a prison. Like you don't understand how to live your life. It's not easy to just transition. It's like someone going off to war and coming home. You can't just leave that all behind and go back to your normal life. So it's like he still is suffering and imprisoned in a way. Well, mm-hmm. what do you what do you know? He got out of prison. Oh, now we're now you're locked down in your house. Well, now let, you're in prison again. Let's just think how ridiculous it is that it was just a, a drug dealer. Okay, there's so many drug dealers that get arrested all the time, but because he was white, yep. even without all the other stuff that, you know, was involved with the um, you know, being working with the police and working with the FBI, but just cuz he was white, 
it was this big scandal. Oh, and they blew it up. Yep. And White boy. They even red. had uh, Chris, Chris Hansen. Hansen was was interviewing him back then before the to catch a predator yeah. days. It was just this massive story, and then it was like a legendary figure, White Boy Rick, who was, was like run this this, running the streets of yeah, Detroit before some he was sixteen year old kid. And you know who really deserves a little punishment is his father. You let your child be an informant? You're a piece yeah. of shit. You threw your, you threw your child to the wolves. I don't know if maybe the police were threatening the dad, but whatever. You and don't also, you don't allow the police, that. Get a boy shot and then throw him yep. back into the same. Yep. Oh, this is street cred. You got and, street cred, and now. nobody has been held accountable. No, to this day, the, you know, all the people might be out of office or whatever, but no one's been held accountable. And this is just one little tiny speck in the sea of uh, corruption. It was actually like, a- every single government right now—local, federal, state—like it's happening. The same exact things. The police are in on it. They're funding the informants that buy the drugs. They're funding you know, I, the took, CIA brings in drugs. It finally took a, a white judge. To get him resentenced, yeah. She was like a blonde female, and uh, she was basically saying, you know, look, I don't understand why this person is still in jail. He was a minor when he was sentenced. He's had good conduct. He served his time. Um, and the, then the dingy lady was like, nope, denied. Yeah, black prosecutor saying, nah. Because she was tied into that. Oh, once the we guy, forgot. Once the mayor died. We forgot she, the guy from Beverly Hills Oh, cops. yeah, that's that was the police chief. So the police chief... Who was completely corrupt, and White Boy Rick had been in the car when you know the big drug kingpin, kingpin was talking directly to the yeah. you know uh, to the police well, chief. Is Gibbs? Is it Gibbs? <sighs> Gibbs me that. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I, it was I something forget. like something that. like that. Okay, so this guy, for somehow with his connections, you know, it, how how did they find him? How they like, this guy would be a great actor? He was the police yeah. chief who was you know like. Uh, Always, you know, in, all mad at, at Eddie Murphy in Beverly Hills Cop. You know, he was... So he was an actor who then... No, no, no. He was a police chief who became first. an actor. So can you imagine you're a police chief, and how do you have the connections to go be a star in a Hollywood film? Yeah, like, how'd they find him? Like, you oh, think this local, perfect. Yeah, you think your local police chief is on the radar of, like, Hollywood casting directors? This guy was because he was Connected big in the drug the trafficking in the mob. Yeah. And, I mean, Detroit is such a... A shit show it's, to begin with. So you know who really also deserves a lot of the blame for all of this? The FBI. Well, the FBI is one. I would say another uh, three-letter three-letter organization. The well, the JEW. The ADL. Yeah. <laughs> no, CIA. We yes. know. We know based on all the research that was done by Gary Webb before he shot himself in the back of the head twice. Twice, because you know that's yeah, that's you, possible. You just take the gun, put it behind you, and shoot it. You yeah. shoot yourself twice. It's the most obviously, efficient way to kill yourself. Obviously, I'm joking. Uh, he, was, he was he was murdered. murdered. So he exposed uh, how you know uh, basically the CIA was bringing all these drugs mm-hmm. um, to fund Highway the... Ricky Ross. You know, not, mm-hmm. not the rapper, but uh, the. The drug dealer yeah. out in L.A. and all these other places—they're the ones who created the crack cocaine epidemic, yep. and they and were, the heroin epidemic, and they were running the uh, Iran Contra scandal with the the money yep. that they were raising. Yep, it's ridiculous. And we've this had is, CIA- it's all basically been admitted yes. at this point. We have CIA planes that have crashed with tons of cocaine. Well, what was that Nothing story? To see here. <laughs> um, the the one about uh, Mena, Arkansas, where uh, they had uh, wasn't were the Clintons? Oh, the Clintons were completely in involved. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, many others, but. Uh, Tom Cruise played the pilot in that. Oh uh, right! I forget what yeah, the, the movie was called. Yeah. But they're just gl- glamorizing it now. Like, you know what? We made a lot of money off those drugs. How about now we make a movie 
off of our escapades, and we'll make money off that too, and the people will love it. Completely admit it. I mean, yeah. the government's been running drugs in this country for so and long. And the thing is, you could tell almost everybody that, and they'd be like, yeah, yeah, I believe oh, it. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, heard about oh that. okay, so we're all uh, agreeing that our our own government is creating these drug epidemics and then fighting it with our tax money. So, like, can we just do something about this, guys? So, instead of blaming um, white, whitey? whitey for the, the state of uh, black, black neighborhoods, black cities and, you know, all the, the crime and drugs and everything, can we talk about how the CIA actually legitimately created that? Yeah, okay. You know, obviously blacks are not going to be living at the same standards as white people. But they could be a lot they better off. They could be a lot better if they weren't, uh, you know, intentionally hooked on crack cocaine. Right. That was done. And think about, it's like, you, you bring all of the the blacks into a formerly white neighborhood, and maybe things will be all right for a little while. But you start injecting drugs and crime into that neighborhood, whitey's going to run. <laughs> Mm-hmm. like any sane person would, and then that place is just going to devolve into absolute chaos and a living hell. And can you imagine what it must have been like for White Boy Rick to grow up? I mean, I, I have a little bit of experience, you know, like having to be a minority in these certain neighborhoods and schools and stuff, but nothing like the streets of Detroit. I can't imagine how that must have felt and it just used, growing up in that environment. Apparently it used to be a pretty... You know, decent place, and then it just became crack shacks all over the place. And they just didn't move out. A lot of white people fled. Detroit itself used to just be amazing. Beautiful. The Paris of the United States, right? Something like that. Yeah, that was was where the um, First World's Fair was held, too. I mean, a huge industry. Cars being manufactured. You know, you bring in a bunch of blacks and. Oh, and the, drugs. The, the whole story about the, the race riots that basically scare all the white people off, I mean, that's just completely hidden from us in, yeah. in our history class. Yeah. Uh, and if it is discussed, it's always to blame it on white people, mm-hmm. even though it was white people who are being run off and, and ethnically cleansed mm-hmm. from a city. Um, so I had a few other stories, basically, uh, about race. But before we get to that, let's talk about another white boy who's going to be having, a, I guess, a big summer. Oh, God. Jake, Jake Paul. Paul. The... the the great boxing champion. Uh, like, nobody belt. on this earth even likes him a little bit. But Except for, like, ten-year-olds. He's He is one of these white boys. He's got, you know, the tats. He acts he like raps. a rigger. He's got, he, he's got he loves all his black girls. He's got all these black guys in his entourage. He just supposedly knocked out Ben Askren. And Which, that, that was very questionable. Sus. It was super sus. Because Ben Askren has taken absolute beatings from people like Robbie Lawler and uh, like real freaking beasts that could just literally kill Jake Paul. But I mean, the, the knockdown looked legit, but in boxing, you have 10 seconds to get up. Yeah, he got up. He got up. He had his hands up. He was ready. It doesn't matter. He's if moving forward. It doesn't even matter if you're stumbling a little bit. No, like, I've, I've it, seen people get rough. Yes. And they get back up and the ref's like, matter. okay, you're good. You're and good? all okay, of a go. sudden, you know, the ref's like, you good, Ben? Okay. And Ben's like, yep, yeah. he's starting to move forward with his hands up. You know, so he has his uh, his wits about him enough to have his guard up. And then all of a sudden the ref calls it. It was like a minute or, or something into the fight. 90 seconds, something like yeah, that. Yeah, and Jake's like crying, like, I won! Or, you you fought a box, you fought a wrestler that just had a hip replacement and like completely <laughs> out of shape. Completely retired. Yeah, like a retired fighter um, that's, that's a wrestler. He was never really a fighter. He was never a striker. He was, he was a wrestler... In, uh, and he in did very well in MMA, honestly. Well, because he was allowed to wrestle. Right. But he never worked on his strike. But Jake's celebrating this like he's some kind of big boxer now. Like, why don't you box a boxer? Yeah, he hasn't How even about fought that? an amateur boxer. Right. 
just fight somebody who's got the si- a similar amount of experience and is a legitimate so boxer. So that looked super shady because I know that if Ben was allowed to go all eight rounds or whatever it was, I think Jake would start to get into unfamiliar territory. Jake's never had the pressure put on him. He's always had these like quick finishes against people that that aren't good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just so annoying that this is being celebrated. Like, oh, he's such a great fighter. I mean, he's got boxing skills. Right. I'm not saying he can't box. I He probably beat me in a boxing match because I don't box that much. Right. But if you, you know, grappling match. Well, you know story. what, Kyle? If you had all the best trainers yeah. and millions and millions uh-huh. of dollars, you'd probably be a freaking really good boxer. Every, every day being a good right. boxer. Right. If you had the time to train all day and not do all the shit we have to do because we're not millionaires, then you'd probably be really good at boxing, too. <laughs> but is he going to get in the cage with an actual fighter? Like a, a well-rounded or, or just fighter? just get in the ring with a, a an actual boxer. boxer. Yeah. Well, his brother we'll wants see. to fight Mayweather, right? That's going to be ridiculous. He knows he's not even going to come close yeah. to winning, even though he's way bigger. Yeah. But yeah, that's just another white boy having his White his boy time summer. Oh my God. And we, we checked out some... We didn't buy it, God. Oh. But we checked out some of the, the um, stream. Yeah. It was literally... It, it was like you were in hell. Um, it in was hell like getting twerked in on hell by getting twerked on by like asses. fat black asses. Like oh. every single performance, these girls just had they had like jeans on, but with the ass cut out of them. <laughs> like, what's the and point? Don't even wear jeans. Just wear a thong. I guess you're gonna do that. And you had Doja Cat performing, doing this that whole thing oh, too. And God. What's funny is that she used to be like a pole an admin queen. or something on on pole. She used to have a song called Didn't Do Nothing, yeah. which she claimed was, you know, like, trying to fight racism, you know, by embracing the term. Yeah. But yeah all this came out after she started getting famous that she was, uh, she's a Jewish black... South African. Half, half Jewish, half uh, part black, whatever. And she was, you know, saying all these things about blacks and Jews back in the day. <laughs> but yeah, she's complete degenerate now. And it was like Justin, the whole thing. Justin Bieber and like, oh my God, it was just, it was so I disgusting. I think that's a tranny. It might be. And it's just, just making such a... Not that fighting is, like, the most admirable thing for most people. They they find it really, like, low class and stupid. I respect them. I really do. Because I know how hard it is to do what they do. Um, but it just made such a mockery of, like, the fight world that boxers and actual fighters were just so pissed. Like, can you not such do this? Like, we're already struggling yeah. to be taken seriously. And you're going to do... It was a, It was worse than a circus. It was just, like... It was just a hell. It was hell. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine being stuck there? And they had like little kids there, like people's sons and daughters, and like they're just watching this degenerate. Like it was just like a strip club. And the commentators were all just retarded, and and it was. They're terrible. smoking blunts with Snoop Dogg and, and that like, Jew. What's his name? Something Davidson, Keith Davidson. Yeah, or... and like Mario Lopez was there. It was just so dumb and just such trash. <laughs> when Mario Lopez is the the voice of reason. Yeah. You know, you know, you got. He, he was actually the one afterwards. Like that was that was an unfair stoppage. When have you ever seen that happen? Snoop like, was talking, "Yo, my two million, Daniel White, pay me." <laughs> and Mario's like, "That was an early stoppage." <laughs> it yeah. It, anyway, it's shady, very shady. But you know, like, Ben doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, he got paid. Yeah. Oh, you smile. Did you see the pictures? Him and his video? wife walking out, oh, smiling, huge smiling. He got half a mil just for showing up at the fight, and because he promoted it so well, I'm sure the ticket sales, not the tickets, the, the buys, yeah. the pay-per-view buys were pretty damn good. So who knows? He made he might have made over a million dollars yeah. just on and that night. And you know night. what? Good for him. I, I think that um, even though he didn't win or whatever, you know, 
whatever. It's questionable. He made he made he, a bunch of money. He, he made won. a bunch of money. He, he didn't really take any damage, and you know, like <laughs> they're, they're laughing all the way to the bank. But you know what? He um he's such a good role model. Not that not being at that event, I don't think he knew you know how degenerate it was going to be. He even said on his Twitter like this is not family friendly. But um, I just think his attitude about loss is so important because so many people. Well, what was his quote? Like, don't tie your ego to your outcome. Yeah. And I just think that's such good advice. A lot of people can't do that. They can't separate, like, their worth from, oh, I lost this fight, or, oh, this person caught me, and I, you know, I got if, dropped. Imagine if Rhonda was able to have that attitude after she lost. See, that's what killed her. She couldn't well, and handle... And also her trainers. She well, would, when she you have, have a have bunch of challenges. yes men around you and Coaches. yes women, you know, just building you up and never putting pressure on you and, like, putting you in a place where you might not do so well. Developing other kinds of skills, right. too. Right. You're not going to do well. So I just think Ben is such a class act and, like, he's a good uh, a good role model for young people. Well, yeah, apparently... Taking when, a loss like a champ. When like, he tells his, uh, his people at his wrestling academy, his students, he tells them... Um, <laughs> I got the fast... Basically... What do you have to worry about? You go out there, you lose a match. I got, I got KO'd the fastest uh, in, in world the, history. In world history, you know. So like, I know, I know what it's like. It's never gonna be as bad as that. So, <laughs> you know, just just go out there and do your best. That's all you can do. That's all just you can go do. Do your best. And it, but it's like when you when you get in these uh, like wars with you know your ego being the most important thing. Yeah, you might be all right for a while, but when you lose and you can't handle it, you look like such an idiot. Some people can't even. Uh, don't even want to tap in training. Yeah. It's like, like, you got it. Like, you got to be humble in victory and in defeat. I mean, there, okay, there's there's something to be said for not giving up easily. But, but then there's also something for letting, you know, your shoulder get broken yeah. because you didn't tap because right. you were too proud. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? You can't be so prideful that, you know, you're going to allow yourself to get seriously injured because, well, I, I don't, I don't want to tap. Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, that's enough fight talk, but I just, yeah, uh, Jake Paul is so, God, he's just so, ugh, everybody hates him. He's a white boy. And Dude. all of his entourage are all, like, black, and he just, he, he has, like, these awful rap videos, mm-hmm. and ugh, it's just so cringe. Yeah, it, it, it's so terrible, because that is what they want to turn yep. white boys into. Yep. Oh, you want to be strong, you want, mm-hmm. they've been doing this for a while, yeah. if you want to be, you know, a, a cool white Alpha. person, act like that. Yeah. Act like Chet Hayes. <laughs> and it's just so degenerate. Oh, I've been seeing this happen since so the 90s gross. with the advent uh, of the Wiggers. I just can't. The image of that fat black woman with a fat ass with stretch marks that went literally all the way from the bottom of her ass, like, up to her mid-back, that's just burned into my brain forever. Like, I don't even understand from how what? you get... From where? Stretch marks. From last night? From the No, show? from Chet's music video. Oh, God. I, yeah, At I first, I was closely. like, are those, like, weird tattoos? Oh, oh, God. Look, like, we all have stretch marks. It's not, well, women. It's very common. But, like, that, I've never seen that before. That was, like, unreal. <laughs> I, I don't understand how you get them, like, all the way up your back. I actually back. have little ones underneath my arms. Yeah, I have them, like, on my hips so and stuff swole. from when I gained a bunch of weight before. <laughs> so, let's, uh, let's get into some of the circus of just politics real quick. I don't know if you saw this, but there's uh, now going to be a, 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 an American First movement. Not not necessarily the Groypers and Nick Fuentes, uh, but they're calling it America First. But Wow, this is so new. I've never heard such a concept. Capitol Hill's far right pushes Anglo-Saxon values. Oh, I love that <laughs> Anglo-Saxon. European architecture. Anglo-Saxon warrior. So it's, it's our, great, um, our great hero, 
Marjorie uh, oh, yeah. Taylor Green. Mm-hmm. So let me just read a little bit here. Multiple far-right House Republicans have begun planning and promoting an America First Caucus. Like Caucasians, oh my god. Uh, aimed at pushing uniquely Anglo-Saxon political traditions. Oh god. It's interesting that they're using this Anglo-Saxon yeah. term because that was big with like these weirdos. Remember that whole Anglo-Saxon forum yeah. I went to and they were all against the Irish and everything? Mm-hmm. So let's take a look. Uh, the big picture. The document was being circulated as the GOP is struggling to determine a clear direction as it prepares to try winning back control of the House and Senate in the 2022 elections. Of note, the AP could not independently confirm the organization's origins or current status, but Representative Matt Gates, a Republican from Florida, said he was joining and indicated that fellow conservative Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, a Republican from Georgia, was behind it. Also, Paul Gosser of uh, Arizona is involved. But this this is the Matt Gates who uh, has all these allegations against him now. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, what kind? Um, of trafficking uh, uh, in underage girls and stuff. No. Now, the Mossad, the Mossad uh, was blackmailing him uh, and trying to get his father to basically raise get get all this money to free some Jew from Iran. So it does look like the Mossad was behind the blackmail operation, but it doesn't mean that this guy wasn't doing um right. some terrible things right. potentially. But yeah, that's the kind of guy you want behind your new uh well, America First caucus. They should have just come to me because I can tell them how we can put America first. Jews Do you lost. know how? Jews out. You put Israel firster. Yeah. I actually posted that on Gab and some patriotard like liked it and I think reposted it. Like, that's right. We do need to put Israel first. You bless Israel. God will bless you. (laughs) So this representative Matt Gates, I've known about this guy from a little while ago. Um, the creepiest thing ever. Representative Matt Gates reveals adopted 19 year old Cuban son Nestor on Twitter. What? He looks like he's that age himself. Okay. You can't adopt an adult. This is 2020. A day, a day after U.S. Reps Matt Gates and Cedric Richmond engaged in a fervid debate at the House Judiciary Committee's blah, 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 about police reform, Gates made a revelation on Twitter that shocked many. The representative for Florida's first congressional district announced Thursday that oh, he's he, in Florida. he has a 19-year-old Cuban son, Nestor. We share no blood, but he is my life, Gates said in a tweet. He came from Cuba, legally, of course, six years ago and lives with me in Florida. Let's put America first by bringing more Cubans here. I think also, I think that's the way to do it. This creepy guy adopting a young teenage Cuban boy to come live yeah, with him that's, in Florida. That's extremely. It's not like he has a wife that he was. Uh, that's disgusting. So a single. But Kyle, love is love. Yeah. But he doesn't like. How old is Gates? Is that him? Gates is maybe in his thirties. Yeah, he's the one. Yeah, on the that's right. extremely uh, the Cuban boy creepy. He's on the left there. Ew. Yeah, I bet I bet Fuentes is buddies with him. So he's got a 19-year-old, or maybe he's a 20-year-old Cuban boy that probably still lives with him. So he was a minor when he was officially adopted? So he, I think he adopted the Cuban boy uh, he just when came the Cuban over boy on his was, own? was 13. Come over on a little raft on his, no, on his legally, own? No, legally. Legally. He came in here legally. Uh, by himself? I don't know. Yeah, like that. To me, it Where sounds like he would. Well, to me, it sounds like he would have arranged it. Yeah. While, like, he maybe went to Cuba and picked him out, like, I want that one. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, sign here and you can buy him. <laughs> I mean, that's, honestly, I know adoption isn't always bad. Like, I, if it, if adoption wasn't so corrupt and I had money, I would adopt so many white children. I'd be like, come on, come, everybody come and live. Come but, to my mansion. Like, seriously, I'll start an orphanage. I would love to be able to help. But, um... No, the adoption agencies, the way it's set up, it is glorified human trafficking. That's all that it is. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. These people are exchanging money for children. In the foster homes. Oh, my gosh. And I'm not saying it's wrong. You know, like some children who are adopted, like, you know, it's the best thing that could have happened to them. But uh, I'll tell you, a lot of adoptions, that child doesn't care how nice you were to them, how kind you were to them. They they will always have a resentment because they were disposed of. You know, they weren't wanted. Or those adoptions, like the one that happened in Australia where there's two sodomites. Oh, that abused uh, that boy. Abusing the boy they adopted. Yeah. Uh, that happens, I think, a lot. Oh, yeah. Now, I just want to few, go through a few other stories here. Uh, do you hear about the Biden spokesperson? Uh, uh, you know, this. Spocks? That stands for spokesperson. Oh, really? Yeah. So she had uh, supported the comments that were made by Biden's UN ambassador, Linda Thomas Greenfield. Sounds like it could be a part Jewish yeah. uh, woman here, but she's, she's black presenting. So she had basically said, uh, she said to the UN, we have to acknowledge that we are an imperfect union and have been since the beginning. I've seen for myself how the original sin of slavery weaved white supremacy original into, our, sin. into our founding documents and principles. So she's basically saying the foundation of America is racist. It's just terrible. So maybe you should leave. Yeah, you should get out. You should probably just that, go. That's the United States' UN ambassador who's saying America is just totally corrupt from the beginning. <laughs> That's the era we're entering then into. Why, then you should step down from your place of office because, I mean, it's corrupt. Why it, are you part of it? It really seems like the Biden administration is one that is meant to basically take America from a leading role to really, let's put America in the back seat. Yeah. We'll allow, yeah. you know, all these other countries to kind of just make fun of us, step all over us, mm-hmm. kind of like how China has been doing yep. and, you know, Russia, you know, we'll invade Crimea now, who cares, <laughs> you know, um, or they already, they already ca- uh, yeah. captured Crimea, but now they're going to invade Ukraine, it looks like. That's uh, so, so horrible. So yeah, I really think the Biden administration is trying to tank America for the Jewish reasons that mm-hmm. they have, you know. Um, here's another one. Republican Utah governor says he's proud of the Utah da- jazz for racially discriminating against white children. So the <laughs> Is Utah- he a Mormon? I bet. Could be. Spencer I'm Cox. sure. I'm sure. He's a Republican, though. Uh, There's Republican Mormons. So he said that he's proud that the Utah Jazz NBA team uh, is discriminating racially against white children by excluding them from their scholarship program. So they have a scholarship program. No whites need to apply. Well, that's like most scholarship programs. Even when I was in high school, I finally realized that. I was like, yeah. how come all these people that get worse grades than me and that like suck are getting all these scholarships? And well, it's because they're not white. And it doesn't, it's not even necessarily that they don't have the same kind of money. It's that they're not white. Right. Uh, so he was asked if it's racist that the Utah Jazz excludes white children from the team scholarship program. He said, it's not racist. Ryan Smith and the Jazz can do what they want with their funds. All kids should have equal oh, opportunities. Oh, so can they? And we're proud of the Jazz. All kids should have equal opportunities. <laughs> Except but... for white children, oh. though. They're not, they're not human. So he's not talking it's about it's an them. awesome program it's something that should be celebrated so if they can Celebrate do whatever they genocide. want uh with their program then i guess uh would it be okay if they sponsored only white only children wh- no that's no, not okay no. okay got it so um there is there is no equal opportunity then uh, th- one more story uh about the anti-white oh yeah narrative this one. that's going on so there was a uh, one of these big protests going on, BLM going going nuts like the, they always do. The Toledo or whatever that that uh, shooting. It was outside the Brooklyn tra- Center Police Department. Yeah, there was some shooting uh, where some dindu got shot. Supposedly, who didn't do nothing. Yeah. So what happens is there a white person who's you know supportive of BLM is like, you know stop throwing bricks and and frozen water balls at the cop. Like cops, guys, you got like. You got to not... Yeah, like, this isn't helping. Stop committing crimes here. Yeah. Okay? It's not helping the movement. 
And so a BLM protester comes up to him. It's all in video. You're a guest in a black space. Remember that. Uh, okay, so a black space is like anywhere in public now? Anywhere that there's a riot. You're oh. white. <laughs> you don't, you already don't belong. And yeah, they think everything belongs to them. Whose streets are streets? Yeah. And that's the way it's working. There's actually a video, I think I sent this to you earlier, where uh, a white guy's trying to get to his house in his neighborhood. Yeah, yep. And it's all blocked off by these BLM protesters. So he gets out of his car. He's like, let me through. I'm trying yeah. to get freaking home. Yeah. And the BLM protesters start pushing Push him, him and everything. And then the cops pull up and arrest him. Yep. He didn't assault anybody. He's trying to get home. These There's BLM protesters are committing the- a crime by blocking these streets. Mm-hmm, doesn't matter. And th- these these are the protesters who say you got to defund the police, a cab. All cops are bad. Yeah, uh, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. And the cops were like, "Well, our orders are to to arrest anybody that opposes BLM." Mm-hmm. Just ridiculous. And most people would like cheer on if this white kid, uh, you know, like got his ass kicked by this mob. But mm-hmm. I I just find this extremely sad to watch. Like you just see like the defeat in that person's face what you can see of it because they have a mask on I'm and it's just to help them and it's just like i i know that feeling that he's feeling right now like so much and i hope that this is the tipping point for him like do you see that no matter how hard you try to tell them that you're on their side it doesn't matter they will not be satisfied until you're dead remember the uh and they take your wallet the guys who are playing beer pong up in their apartment they're like yeah and the BLM yeah, protesters yeah. come by like yeah guys they throw, they throw a, a brick, brick up through their window we're on what, your what? side what, what? what? guys no that? you're not you're not if you are not born uh, black, you're not on their side. Oh, what about the the drill sergeant story? Yeah, I mean, that's this, crazy. This could be manufactured. It could be manufactured, but either way, it's disturbing. What, what's the narrative that's being right. painted here? So this drill sergeant, um, while he was at home in his gated neighborhood, and it didn't look like that. So much, much for those gates, huh, guys? Yeah. They don't actually work. <laughs> so, so here's here's the official story. I mean, most of the mainstream outlets aren't covering uh, what this guy had been doing. The yeah. black guy. So I guess the, the drill sergeant's name is Pentland, and he's confronting this black guy on camera. And that's all most people see is the confrontation on camera. Why is he Why is he aggressing on this right. black guy who's just walking while black? Mm-hmm. Oh, is walking while black a crime? Walking while black so, and trespassing while black. Yeah, he was trespassing. <laughs> also, uh, it turns out that he had tried to snatch a child from the, in that neighborhood woman. and sexually assaulted a woman. Right prior to, you know, the camera coming on. So that's why this guy was all mad telling him to get out. This woman apparently was yelling, help, 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 like from the street. And if you hear, you know, they probably know each other in that neighborhood. He's like, oh my God, that's my neighbor. So he's already been thrown under the bus by the military, the media, everybody, everybody for just pushing the guy as he was, as the guy was, the guy was walking towards his wife, uh, coming off the sidewalk and he's walking towards his wife and, and starting to talk to her. And he just pushes him and says, you lets him know, you get, you back up yeah. and get out and this is completely legitimate it, if the guy had been he's a damn hero if it's legit if the guy had been white there would be no story no no story whatsoever no. but black people can commit all sorts of violent crimes actually kill people yeah and no new story a white person pushes a black person who had oh, already committed needed, crimes we need an angry mob to go post outside of his house so okay regardless if this is uh orchestrated or not it's setting a precedent you will have angry mobs of black people at your house. If you try to defend with your, your community. children stuck inside, you know, and the cops won't get there. They're not going to help you. Yeah. What did it take? Eight hours for them to come and escort him? Where, where are the cops to, to control this crowd? 
What? Why aren't you using all that fancy riot, you know, protective stuff that you know it's been mili- the police has been militarized? Why can't you use these armored vehicles and these sound weapons and all of this to clear the crowd? Mm-hmm. No, they won't because this is exactly what they want to happen. But can you imagine? And I hope that if this happens again and like it legit is happening, it's not contrived in some way, that the neighbors would band together. No, they don't want the mob coming after them. But they're going to eventually. People need to understand That's that you can't hide forever. Mm-hmm. When is it going to be time to stand up? When they're knocking down your door and trying to get your kids? Your children? Like, that's what just... The cowardice just kills me. Mm Mm-hmm. You're sitting back and just letting this shit happen. So, it turns out that the the black guy had also been uh, arrested and charged for... I think convicted of animal cruelty. No, no, he wasn't convicted. You know why? Because he's black. Because he was uh, deemed to be mentally handicapped. So, he'd been abusing animals, too. He'd also been arrested for trespassing. Uh, but he's mentally handicapped. Do you know what they can essentially claim for most black people because their IQ is they're so low? Is that they're mentally handicapped. And they handicapped. will. And they will. I'm not saying most black people are, you know, retarded. But their but IQ on average. You look at the, the IQ, many of them fall into the category of what we used to call imbeciles. Yeah. Idiots. I mean, they're... Well, now, now the DSM changed it so you can't even, like, diagnose anyone with mental retardation. It's um, pervasive de- developmental disorder or, wow. like... Um, intellectual disability. So you, you can't feel, even say retarded. Feel sorry for this uh, this victimizer. Yeah, you gotta feel sorry for him. Yeah. Um, okay. So speaking of victimizers, just uh, one story I saw here, just from uh, actually came out yesterday. You know who Scott Rudin is? No. A big time Hollywood Jew. <laughs> He's sixty two oh, now. I'm glad Pro- I don't know. Who producer that is. of such Broadway hits uh, as To Kill a Mockingbird, the very anti white. I didn't know they did a Broadway yep. version of that. He did the Book what? of Mormon. Did he do Ragtime? I remember I that was know. a big anti-white musical. He also did Oscar winners, including No Country for Old Men, and was accused in a, an April 7th article by The Hollywood Reporter of acts of intimidation and humiliation against his employees. Oh, I'm so shocked. Jeez, we haven't heard this story before. Yeah, so it's another kind of Me Too thing going on. Another it's a Jew, Jew. Of Me course. Jew. But no, if you say Jews run Hollywood, that's an anti-Semitic canard. Well, you, you actually reminded me, too. Um, there were rape allegations, and I, I listened to the young lady's account and uh she provided you know i i'd say ample evidence that you know she was at least with jake paul and she said i don't know what she would have out of this making this up because now he's gonna come at this girl with all his lawyers and all his money so like why you know i don't think she's doing it for her 10 seconds of fame she already has a big following but you know she told the story of how jake paul raped her and um yeah and, uh, not surprising. She's, she's big on TikTok, but she does not have nearly the money no. that Jake Paul has. No, Being she like lives TikTok, in a van. I think you, she lives in a van. You don't actually get much out of being a TikTok celebrity. It, it, yeah, it depends. <laughs> it, it honestly some depends. Day, like, you might get some sponsors, yeah. but I think she was doing the whole like live in a van life thing, mm-hmm. you know, so not living in a mansion like Jake Paul, but it just, it's sad because now she'll probably shut up because he's going to come after her with all the lawyers and everything, but so, yeah. Uh, another weird story that's probably going to be turned into an anti-white one and actually already has been is this supposed brony who shot up the FedEx. It's a 19-year-old brony. Was he it loved... James O'Meara? No, it wasn't even James O'Meara who uh, was the brony. It's, uh, I think well, Greg Johnson Greg Johnson hosted. interviewed it. You know, he interviewed My, my Nationalist, nationalist brony. brony. Yeah. Who was talking oh, about yeah. how... Yeah. Well, there so, is like this weird subculture within the furries that they wear like Nazi armbands yeah. and stuff. So, but the brony, bronies aren't necessarily furries. There might be some uh, they're, overlap. They're different. 
But yeah, they, they in the articles they even talked about how there's a brony subculture of white nationalists and the white supremacy. What? So oh gosh, blame, what a threat! They're going to blame white people for a brony shooting up. It's probably staged. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's probably but, staged. Um, one more quick thing. Wait, to mention. and James Lafray. I got to get oh, to that. Yeah, let's. Well, first, let's talk about okay. uh, the gay frogs documentary real quick, just because. Oh, the, that was interesting. I, I posted, are you going to post it? I did post it yeah. on the Tribune. Made did by he, some did black people guy. give you shit because he was black? Not yet. I'm. Whatever. I mean, it's a good documentary. Black people never make content that is shareable, okay? So, um, it's about this chemical atrazine. So, the guy goes into Alex Jones' claims that the chemicals are making the in the water are making the frogs gay. And so... The frickin' frogs The frickin' gay. frogs gay. <laughs> so, um, it looks like it's not necessarily making them gay, but it's... Um, hermaphrodite. Making them hermaphrodites. Hermaphroditism? And they're also... Um, Intersex. Yeah. Like, and, they'll... Mm-hmm. They'll be born with like two uter two uteri. Would that and, be the and, plural? Yeah, and, and emasculate several testes. Emasculate, uh, emasculating. Them. Yeah. So they're they're not going to be reproducing, yeah. which is so basically gay. It's the gay bomb that they dropped on all us, and yeah. I don't think this is atrazine. It's um one of the most widely used pesticides. pesticides. I don't think it's just so widely used because it's effective as a pesticide. No, because I think they they know purpose. about this. There's ample research that's been done and evidence to show what this is doing. There was actually a, um, a scientist, right? That man who's done a lot of studies. There were plenty of scientists yeah. who studied and, this. But, oh, they say, oh, it's not repeatable. Like, it, it can be, so, but you need to fund it. Well, what happened is the EPA worked with the company who was uh, producing atrazine, and basically uh, they... They, they let the company create, Do their, the, own create their own study. And then anybody else that wanted to study atrazine had to do it in the exact same way, yep. which most of these independent laboratories couldn't do because they didn't have all the funding Money, to do. Yeah. And, and, and it's just a completely corrupt story yep. uh, about how this big company was able to keep atrazine uh, being you know, used all over the place. Yep. That and, is the gay bomb. And I really think, yeah, it's intentionally being done. And that's we're why, seeing it. We're seeing it. Well, that's why we're seeing gender dysmorphia yes. or dysphoria. Sorry, because I'm sure a lot of this is engineered, right? You want to be culture. special and yeah. different and everything. But I think a lot of it might be legitimate feelings of like not feeling like a man or not feeling like a girl. And I would say that's because of environmental factors, not just because you were born this way or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. not. And some of it probably happens in the womb, too. I think also starts- a lot of it is trauma. Yeah. Sexual trauma. Or what about but, circumcision you know what trauma? I've like, always, so much, you know what so I've much. always wondered, though? Like, um, so isn't it usually, like, when a guy is sexually assaulted by another guy, they turn gay a lot of the times? Isn't yeah. that, like, the most common thing? Mm-hmm. But, like, with women, does that have? I don't know. They turn to lesbians? Right. I don't... Well, I think what happens is they turn to lesbians after they get sexually assaulted by men. Because they're afraid of men, yeah. Yeah. So... Let's now. Then talk- yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Well, you know, isn't it crazy? You got because to- the guy was assaulted by a guy, so you'd think it would be the opposite. Like they'd be attracted to women because the guy yeah, the psycho- hurt them. The psychology it's weird is how that really works. Messed up. Um, also, qu- quickly with the gay frogs, just to-, to talk about Pepe, all the homos of the alt right who embraced him. Going back even to Roy Cohn, who loved the the frogs mm-hmm. and himself was uh, a sick sodomite, Semitic sodomite. There's something big here with the gay oh, yeah. frogs. It's not just some crazy little conspiracy theory. Anyway, um, let's talk about my my white TV. Yeah, James Lafray. Okay, so I um, we actually posted I think one or two of his videos. I posted one when he did the one on the Amazing Polly. Poly- I, didn't, I didn't know anything. about I didn't him. know anything about him either because 
like this person was not on my radar until I saw the, um, so I was following his, my white TV on uh, world truth, the slowest site in the history of the <laughs> internet. <laughs> um, so then, you know, I saw his thing about, um, amazing Polly. And I was like, yes, God, thank you. I'm so glad somebody else is finally saying these things, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and then I saw him coming out with videos. Like it was literally titled this who to kill and how to kill them. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, dude, your fed posting is off the chains right now. I mean, really? And he's talking about, we need to go kill Ivanka Trump. And I was like, so when are you going to, why don't you go kill some right. people? Since you've been talking about how we need to kill all these people for like 20 yeah, years or whatever. Else needs to do so it. why haven't, why aren't you bragging about the, Oh, I killed this one. I got this kill. Why aren't we seeing you on the news? You know, you took he out like 20, secret. 20 pedos or something. Um, but oh, then, does he, does he call it? Kill pedos? No, I think he just no, calls he, to kill... No, he calls uh, to kill children, like um, Ivanka's children, and just really fed posty things. Yeah. Um, so he was like, oh, I knew you, I knew you'd turn on me eventually, and I'm going to expose you and Kyle. So I'm like, all right, let me check. I was like, please do. I can't wait to see your expose. I mean, n- you know, no one else has done this before. I'm so scared. Brian Roof spent six hours interviewing <laughs> yeah. people we didn't know so about. So, of us. course, it's the same rehash stuff that everybody, like, this is nothing new. You're not breaking news Ooh, here. Silent nationalist majority. Yeah. That's who you're quoting? Oh, but, good for you. But what he does is he shows a series of messages that we had between each other. Um, this is when I finally connected who the hell this guy was, and it's great. Um I would have to go to his video to get the actual screenshots because I didn't save any of this stuff. He apparently did, which is really weird because Heathen Women has been taken down for, what, like years. two two years? No, more than that. More than that. It's been down forever, which sucks because I had so much good um, evidence on all these creepers and all the shit that they've done over the years. I had a whole wall of shame post mm-hmm. with all of the anti-woman stuff, all the creepy messages and everything. And he was featured prominently on there. I even made a post about it. I said, um, white women beware of James LaFrey. He's contacting all the women from this site and propositioning women for like breeding contracts and just be aware. Like this guy's creepy. Don't respond to any of his messages, you know, cause it's pretty much like 20 to 30 year old women on that site. Okay. Not 60. I mean, not that I have a problem with that, but that's just at the time who was yeah. reading it and who was writing the articles. So he re- he had written this email to our contact form saying, you know, you know, all this just stupid stuff like, oh, white people, it's so important, the white race, blah, blah, blah. We need to raise heroes. So if any of you ladies would like to start a family with me, um, you know, I will relocate. And so I think I wrote back, uh, you know, jokingly like, oh, have you drawn up the breeding contracts? You know, I'll, I'll make sure to uh, disseminate those to everybody, uh, all parties involved. And so, um, yeah, he was basically saying, like, I'm anti-white male because I don't think James LaFrey should be able to uh, have his pick of 20-year-old females to start a family with. Like, why do you think any young woman would want to start a family with some old dude? Like, you think she wants to take care of two people in diapers? <laughs> so no. What the greatest part was when he asked. Oh, oh yes. Well, what, what was the site for then? Yeah. He's like, why would she make a dating site? He didn't say dating site. but He's like, so why would Sinead even make heathen women? Like, do you really think that that's why I made the it's not, site? It's not like featuring products. Here are the heathen women you can choose from. Right. That's literally how this guy saw it. If he's not playing a role of, like, creepy pedo terrorist guy. Um, that's what he's playing the role of. But, no, if he's not um, playing a role. Like, if he's actually oh, actually that. the creepy. Yeah. No, if he was, he'd probably be arrested by now. Yeah, exactly. So, um, really interesting. I guess he had some site, Whites Will Win, or something years back. I don't remember that site. All I remember is him contacting us trying to get like people to have children with him 
And because I put him on blast, he got really upset. And, oh, you're just trying to keep a white man down. Like, it's just crazy. So, yeah, that's who the My White TV guy is. You can even go to his channel and watch the expose on Kyle and I to see the message that he wrote. The fact that he is not ashamed of that is just, it's insane. It's like, he's he's like, did I say they had to be 20? No. I take a 22 year I would have taken I would have taken a 16-year-old. Show me all the pictures of the women you have featured at Heathen Herbs, and I'll, I'll determine which <laughs> heathen one women, Heathen women. Yeah. But hey, yeah. anyway, <laughs> heathen talk herbs. about Heathen Herbs. Yeah. Check out Heathen Herbs. We have more of the tropical bloom soap that's available now. Um, we've got lots of CBD oil in stock now. So we have the cinnamon flavored, the peppermint flavored, and the natural flavored 750 milligram bottles. I've got the natural flavored 1500 milligrams. I've got the, um, the dog and cat bacon flavored CBD and oh, use some of the CBD salve too. Topically yeah. it's great. And CBD it's got all salve that is great awesome. Stuff in there. The magnesium deodorant. We've got candles, incense, all kinds of cool Just stuff. Go check it out. Yep. Go check it out. But you cannot <laughs> buy a broodmare on there. I'm sorry, James. Sorry to inform you of that. I'm going to play us out with a song here that I remember from the nineties, which I think is very appropriate for white boy summer. Cruel summer. No, what is no. it? Pretty fly for a white guy. Oh my god! Why are you going to subject people to this horrible this is song? This is this is that, the this is white boy summer right yeah. here. Oh look, it's two black girls. Mm-hmm. Thanks Ugh, for listening, guys. Take care. Good night. <laughs>